Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Well, amen. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Leviticus chapter number 15, the book of Leviticus chapter number 15. And in one message tonight, you'll see that we go through the whole counsel of God. Uh, every chapter, every passage, uh, because if not, I would have skipped Leviticus chapter number 15. And so uh, if you've read ahead, I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but let's, we've missed a week, and let's go back and kind of review the book of Leviticus. Uh, the first 10 chapters talks about our vertical relationship uh, with God. And of course, it starts out with those five sacrifices that um, uh, remind us of the Lord Jesus Christ, that burnt offering, uh, and then that uh, 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 meal offering, and then that peace offering, and then that uh, sin offering, and then that uh, trespass offering, and then the pedagogical chapter. It took me ever since chapter 7 to, to learn how to say that. The pedagogical chapter where uh, he taught us uh, through the first six chapters about those offerings, and then they're played out, they're practiced. He shows us that, that illustration in chapter number 7. Uh, and then in chapter number 8, we see the priesthood, the priesthood a selection of a, a, a tribe, a group, Aaron and his sons, and then uh, how they're uh, placed into the, to the ministry, the mediator, that mediation that they give. And then uh, chapter 9, uh, again, you see all of those, those offerings playing out there also. And it's all a, a vertical relationship. We need a blood sacrifice. We need a mediator. Uh, we need a blood sacrifice. We need a mediator. And then uh, after chapter 9, chapter 10, we see Nadab and Abihu uh, who are uh, offering incense, strange fire the wrong way, and so uh, it needs to be God's way, God's worship, God's way, God's word, and so uh, the uh, vertical, rel I I'm basically just stalling because I know what's in chapter 15, so uh, that, that vertical relationship with God, but then uh, in chapter 11, we start to see uh, our Vert, our, our horizontal relationship uh, with each other. Uh, if you remember, in chapter 11, it talks about uh, the Levitical dietary law, what we put in our body. Uh, is anybody with me on this so far? Uh, shaking off the dust. Uh, and then in chapter 12, it's about our children that come from our body, out of our body. And in chapter 12, if it's a boy child or if it's a girl child, then uh, there's that separation for so much time. Uh, based upon uh, that, and then the sacrifices, and then uh, the circumcision, and so that's uh, chapter 12. And then chapter 13 is the identification of leprosy, the identification of a leper, uh, showing how you identify that, I identify that, and then chapter 14, you have the purification uh, of a leper, uh, and now chapter number 15, uh, let's look at it, verse number one, now that my courage has been worked up. Uh, and the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, uh, and so many commentaries have bodily discharge there, uh, and uh, it, it's, it's interesting how the chapter breaks up. It uh, starts out uh, an unnatural issue uh, of men, uh, and then it goes into the uh, right now is a good time to remind everyone, we do have children's programs uh, during this hour. Uh, teen services, feel free uh, to avail yourself of that. Uh, I, I even was telling people ahead of time, 
Ah, make sure, no kids, no kids, no kids. But anyway, uh, and then, so we have the unnatural issue of men. Uh, that's that first part. And then uh, the natural condition of men, talking about procreation. Uh, and then we have the natural condition of women, talking about uh, monthly cycle. And then after that, the unnatural uh, issues of women. And so uh, that first part, that running issue, is uh, more of a sinful, it's an unnatural uh, in that first uh, part of the chapter. Look at it, verse 2 again. Uh, when any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, because of his issue, uh, he's unclean. And, and this shall be his uncleanness in his issue. Uh, whether his flesh run with his issue, or his flesh be stopped from his issue, it is his uncleanness. Uh, every bed whereon he lieth that, that hath the issue is uh, unclean. And everything whereon he sitteth shall be unclean. Issues causing issues. Uh, issues causing issues. And uh, whosoever touches the bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water uh, and be unclean until even. I, I do think that uh, one of the, um, uh, the uh, great things about where this chapter is placed is it's placed right next to chapter 13 and 14, obviously 15. Uh, chapter 13 and 14, talking about leprosy, outward, visible conditions. Uh, outward, visible uh, conditions. In fact, uh, in the rabbinical teachings, the Talmud, they would say two things about leprosy. One, uh, it's very contagious, very contagious. In fact, uh, uh, they, they said that you were allowed to throw rocks at a leper uh, if he's getting too close. And so uh, it was a great society. Anyway, uh, and so first, very contagious. Second, uh, it's absolutely obvious, even from a distance, uh, that deformity, that, that insidious attack that it has on the body, that, that stench of rotting flesh. Uh, it's a different kind of leprosy than we have today. Uh, and it was very contagious and very insidious how uh, it caused damage to the body. Uh, and so it can be seen from a long way away, that, that condition that can be seen from a long, long way away, seen by all. But then in chapter 15, it's more of a personal matter. Uh, it's more of a private thing. Uh, it's more of something you can hide, something that's hidden from most. By the way, uh, one of the reasons I love uh, Leviticus is it will take you from the prayer room to the boardroom to the bedroom to the bathroom. Uh, and God really does get into our business uh, all throughout Leviticus. Uh, and so it's not so much this chapter talking about outward obvious uh, situations or sinfulness is even, of course, we saw that uh, leprosy always a type of sin, type of sin. Uh, uh, all our uh, righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Uh, all our righteousnesses is filthy rags. We all are as an unclean, unclean, uh, the leper would say. Unclean, uh, unclean, uh, that's our sin. Uh, and so 13, 14, obvious to all, but now chapter 15, it's more of a personal, private hidden from others. Uh, by the way, both of them need to be dealt with. Both of them need to be cared for. Uh, and, before I get too far into this thing, uh, though our inner sins, our secret sins, are hidden from others, they are not hidden from God. Though our secret sins are hidden from others, they are not hidden from God. A couple of verses, Ecclesiastes 12, 14, 
God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Romans 2.16, God shall judge the secrets of men. And so uh, it's a private matter. It's a personal matter hidden from most. It is not hidden from God. Uh, in fact, in Hebrews it says, neither is there any creature that's not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open uh, under the eyes of him with whom we have to do. And so God wants us to deal with those private matters, those personal issues, those sins of the heart. Uh, that inner man, Psalm 51, 6, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, uh, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Uh, Psalm 19, 12, Our desire should be, Cleanse thou me from secret sins. Uh, cleanse thou me from secret faults. Uh, by the way, uh, the gap between how you live outwardly in front of men uh, and the gap between how you live secretly in front of God tells a lot about a person. Uh, trying to project themselves as something other than they are. Uh, trying to present themselves as something uh, other than they are. Those uh, outward sins or outward that, that scene of men and, uh, and then uh, compared to those gaps that at times someone will have, uh, are we living for an audience of one? Uh, or are we living for the praise of men? We're wanting to be seen of man. We're uh, making sure that we look the part, we act the part, we, we are, are known as playing the part, but on the inside. Uh, and so put down point number one, if you will, and let's start uh, walking through this. I'm already blushing, and so it'll be for about 40 minutes. Anyway, uh, point number one, the problem that is concealable. Uh, the problem that is concealable. Look at verse number two. Speak unto the children of Israel, saying to them, When any man hath a running issue out of his flesh because of his issue, he's unclean. And this shall be his uncleanness and his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue or his flesh be stopped from his issue, uh, it is un his uncleanness. And then look how uh, it's a uh, contagion, it's something that uh, can be transmitted, uh, issues that cause issues in others, issues that cause issues in others. Uh, every bed whereon he lieth uh, that hath the issue is unclean, and everything whereon he setteth shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until even, and he that sitteth on anything whereon he sat that hath an issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, uh, and be unclean until the even, and he that toucheth the flesh of him that hath the issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, be unclean until the even, uh, and if he that hath an issue spit upon him that is clean, boy, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to fist right there anyway, uh, if he spit upon him that is clean, then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water, be unclean until the even. And, and what saddle soever he rideth upon that hath the issue shall be unclean. And whosoever toucheth anything that uh, was under him shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. He shall be uh, unclean until the even. And whomsoever he toucheth that hath the issue and hath not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water uh, and be unclean until the even. Uh, now, the first fourth is talking about unnatural or even sinful issues. And of course, 15 through about 18, we're going to see some natural conditions, and that's uh, procreation, talking about the man's side, and then uh, after that, talking about the woman's side, natural conditions. Uh, but then it goes back to uh, talking about 
Uh, look at verse number 25. Uh, on the lady, you have the unnatural issues on the man, and then the natural conditions, verse 19, 16 through, through 18, and then uh, 19 through 24 for the, for the lady, that, that normal condition. But then in 25, still on the lady, not uh, unnatural issues of the man, natural conditions of the man, uh, not natural conditions of the woman, now unnatural issues of the woman. Uh, and if a woman have an issue of her blood many days out of the time of her separation, or if it run beyond the time of her separation. And so it gives some governance on the, the inside of those two, natural um, uh, condition of man, natural uh, condition of woman. But uh, it's mainly focused on those unnatural issues of a man and those unnatural issues uh, of a woman. Okay, I'm going to take a drink and work up my strength before we continue. Some have suggested that it's a dysentery of sorts. Um, others have suggested a, a, a diuretic-type condition because of a contagion. Uh, some uh, uh, would uh, say more of a UTI, a virus kind of a UTI. But most, most, uh, and I want to stay with the uh, abbreviations just so, uh, that it's, uh, most believe it's an STD. Um, it's a... Uh, a transmitted disease uh, sexually, uh, most believe that's what it is for the man uh, and for the woman. That, that uh, running issue, those sores that, that, that aren't being uh, healed. Now, the reason they say that is because in the middle of the natural conditions, uh, yeah, there's some governance, there's some governance, uh, but those unnatural sinfulnesses, those, those issues uh, have a sin offering and they have a burnt offering. Look at it, verse number 13. Uh, and when he that hath an issue is cleansed of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days for his cleansing, and wash his clothes, bathe his flesh, running water shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take to him two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord under the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, give them unto the priest, uh, and the priest shall offer them the one for a, say it with me, a sin offering. Uh, and a sin offering is basically admitting that sin, uh, acknowledging that sin. Uh, a sin offering is saying, I know I have sinned. And so, uh, and, and the priest shall offer them the one for a sin offering and the other for a, say it, a, a burnt offering. It's a type of repentance. Uh, and the priest shall make atonement, at-one-ment, uh, reconciliation, sin that separates, uh, that atonement, that at-one-ment, that reconciling that sinful man uh, back to the Lord. And so, uh, and the other burnt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord for his uh, issue. And so, uh, if it is an STD, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 says, flee fornication for every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. By the way, uh, uh, not only do I uh, believe it's a sinful issue, a sinful issue uh, because of that burnt offering, because of that sin offering. But then also uh, in verse 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, uh, verse 16, 17, and 18, uh, the word that they use, God uses to describe it, is uncleanness. Uh, uncleanness. And so I want to back up just for a minute uh, from that, uh, now that we've waded through way too many weeds already, uh, talking about uh, all of that. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I want to uh, 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 make some application from 13 and 14 outward sins, leprosy, 
type of, type of sin, uh, outward, uh, obvious to all, uh, outward sins, versus uh, chapter 15, these private matters, these personal matters, these uh, secret sins. 13, 14, you can't hide it. Uh, chapter 15, you can hide it. Uh, 13, 14, you can't cover it. Uh, it's realized by someone from a great distance. Chapter 15, you can conceal it uh, and act like you're something other than you are. Issues that are causing issues, maybe for us, uh, it's a bitterness that's embedded uh, in a brother or a sister. For us, that secret sin. Uh, by the way, I'm always um, humored, puzzled, grieved by uh, churches that are so quick and so hard to preach on uh, outward sins of the flesh, sins of society, uh, but they almost never preach on sins of the heart. Bitterness, uh, lust, envy, criticalness, cynicalness, uh, that distrust, that, that anger, that temper, that, that, that jealousy. And so I do think 13 and 14 uh, represents those obvious sins, those outward sins, those visible sins. But then in chapter 15, it turns uh, radically different talking about uh, secret sins, secret sins. God sets these two chapters side by side. By the way, uh, at times those churches that are the loudest about uh, uh, those uh, sins of society and, uh, and the reason people amen, amen, amen is because they're preaching uh, at sins that are outside of the building. Um, and amen, amen, amen. Uh, and in preaching about those sins of society, uh, many times they're committing those sins of the heart with the anger and the pride, we're better than they are, uh, and the, the jealousy and the, the temper. And, and, and Matthew 23 describes it this way. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you're like unto whited sepulchers, which indeed appear beautiful outward, chapter 13 and 14, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanness, chapter 15. Uh, why did sepulcher appears beautiful to, to men uh, outwardly, wait, painting it and rearranging it and presenting it outwardly as something special, but inwardly uh, a whited sepulcher full uh, of dead men's bones and all uncleanness? I, I dare say uh, a, a more common danger for, for people in the church aren't uh, drunkenness and drug addiction and uh, homosexual immorality and uh, depravity and, uh, and outward, obvious, visible. I, I, I do think that, that the bitterness, the jealousy, that unforgiveness, that pride. Uh, there's a book written called Acceptable Sins. Acceptable Sins. Uh, and he really drills down on, boy, we do strain it at that, sins that are on the outside, sins that are on the outside, and, and we swallow a camel uh, in the fact that the acceptable sin, uh, that, and, and, and so many times the, the works of the flesh uh, are, are, are born from the sins of the heart, the sins of the heart uh, and the work of the flesh. Uh, those sins that are, are, are on the inside, concealable, uh, jealousy, criticism, lust, bitterness, and, and unforgiveness. And the Bible declares, unclean, uh, unclean. 
uh, uncleanness outwardly, 13 and 14, and, and now uh, uncleanness inwardly, chapter 15. Uh, Romans 1 says this, Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the loss of their own hearts, the secret sin, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, outward visible sins. Both are unclean, both need to be dealt with. Uh, Romans, uh, uh, 2 Peter chapter 2, them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness, the lust, inward sin, uh, and despise government, uh, just ranting and raving and politics and despise government and leadership, cynicism, uh, presumptuous are they, sins of the heart, self-willed, stubborn, sins of the heart. Uh, they're not afraid to speak evil of dignities, that, that sins of the heart, they're issues that cause issues uh, and not just affecting your own life, but infecting others' lives by those sins of lust and cynicism and criticalness and pride, stubbornness and a heart, a hard heart of unforgiveness. Is, is everybody with me so far? Boy, 13 and 14, and God said, boy, let me contrast that. Uh, let me contrast that in chapter 15. Now, it's not going to be leprosy, which can be seen from, from hundreds of feet away, the deformity. Well, I'm going to uh, juxtapose those outward, uh, 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 obvious conditions. Uh, I'm going to uh, contrast that by now, chapter 15, the secret, the hideable, the invisible. Look at verse number 12. And the vessel of earth, and obviously the type would be we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That's what we are. We're created out of the dust of the ground. Earthen vessels. He's the potter. Uh, I'm the clay. Earthen vessels. Uh, and the vessel of earth that he toucheth with hat, which hath an issue shall be, say it, broken. Put down point number two quickly. Uh, number one, we have the problem that's concealable. But then number two, the breaking that's inevitable. The breaking that's inevitable. Uh, you can only live in the land of make-believe for so long. Uh, you can only play church and play pretend so long. Uh, you can only live a duplicit kind of a life uh, so long uh, before you have to come, uh, uh, become true blue all the way through, uh, being what you are on the inside, that's what you are on the outside. Uh, eventually, it will be seen by all. Uh, but if it's not cared for, uh, the one that has an issue uh, is going to uh, cause issues in others, and that earthen vessel will break. It'll break. Uh, issues. Someone with issues ends up breaking people that are around them. Uh, issues. Someone that has issues uh, ends up breaking relationships that are, without, uh, that are around them. Uh, the person with unresolved issues. Uh, well, I was hurt by a pastor uh, just just 25 years ago, 24 years, uh, 14 years ago. Well, I was hurt, and that's why I can't trust. And uh, well, you don't know what someone did to me a while back. Well, that dishonesty, and uh, I just have never trusted anyone. Uh, someone that has unresolved issues, bouncing from job to job to job. Someone with unresolved issues that bounces from church to church to church. Uh, it's not the church that's the problem because they've tried multiple ones. Not the job that's the problem. They've tried a laundry list of them. Hey, it's the issue on the inside. Boy, if I don't ever get that right on the inside, uh, I never will strengthen long-term, lifelong relationships 
on the outside. I don't know how many people I've counseled that, that have been hurt uh, badly uh, that has caused an issue, but they've never resolved that issue, and that issue is still causing problem after problem after problem after problem. There's a breaking. There's a brokenness. And by the way, uh, it's funny how the one with the issue won't realize his issue, but he keeps bouncing. It's funny how the one with the issue won't identify his issue, but he'll keep breaking and breaking and breaking and breaking. Hey, they are the issue. Uh, it's that issue on the inside that's causing all these issues that are on the outside. Is everybody with me so far? Uh, number one, the problem that's concealable, the issue, issue, issues. Uh, number two, the breaking that's inevitable. Boy, if you don't get that issue figured out, uh, if you don't get that thing cared for on the inside, you'll continue to bounce and continue to break, continue to bounce and continue to break. Uh, you never will settle and settle down because it's the issue on the inside. Put down number three. The washing that is indispensable. The washing that is indispensable. Verse number five. And whosoever toucheth his body shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Be unclean until even, and he that sitteth on any uh, thing whereon he uh, sat that hath an issue shall wash his clothes uh, with water and bathe himself with water. You're going to see it over and over and over again. Uh, and be unclean until even, and he that toucheth the flesh of him that hath an issue shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Be unclean until the even. Uh, and if he that hath an issue spit upon him, again, we're just going to blows. Anyway, uh, spit on him that is clean. Then he shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water uh, and be unclean until the evening. The washing, the water, the word, the washing, the washing, the water, uh, and the word. Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it that he might sanctify and cleanse it by the washing of the water, which is by the word. But the only thing that fixes me on the inside is God and God's word. God and God's word. Okay, listen. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. It corrects the issues that are on the inside. The Word of God does that. The Word of God does that. And that's why we're here tonight. Why? Because we know it's the Word of God that transforms us, that changes us, that fixes us, that, that improves us, that will cause, in turn, those corrections on the inside corrects everything else uh, on the outside, 10. Uh, washing, water, word. Uh, and whosoever toucheth anything that was under him shall be unclean until the even. And he that beareth any of those things shall wash his clothes, wash his clothes, bathe himself water, wash his clothes, bathe himself in water, be unclean until the even. And whomsoever he toucheth that the issue, uh, and hath not rinsed his hands in water, he shall wash his clothes, wash his clothes, bathe himself uh, in water. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to thy word, now are ye clean through the words that I have said unto you. And so it's the washing, it's the water, it's the word. Uh, and someone that has issues, well, they'll always have issues uh, until they correct those issues, but they never will. It'll be a breaking, a bouncing, a breaking, a bouncing, uh, until they figure it out in here. Uh, washing, water, uh, in the word, the word, the washing, the water, uh, in the word. 
uh, wash his clothes, bathe his flesh in running water, and shall be clean. Uh, in 1847, there was a doctor, uh, Ignaz Simmelweis. Uh, he was a doctor in Vienna, and uh, he had a theory that uh, all of the uh, uh, patients that were dying were dying because the doctors weren't washing between surgeries. Uh, in fact, in one section of the hospital, uh, the maternity ward, uh, 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 one out of every six moms died after childbirth. One out of every six. Uh, I mean, just significant, noteworthy. Uh, and in another section of the hospital, uh, not where the young medical students were uh, delivering babies, but, but where midwives were delivering uh, a baby, a, a baby, uh, and were taking the necessary uh, washing and cleanliness, uh, only 2% of the moms died. Uh, and they sat in that hospital in Vienna. It got so bad that when uh, the pregnant ladies would come in to give birth to the baby, uh, they'd fall to their knees praying, I want to be in the midwife section. I want to be, and it was that bad. And, uh, and, and he started to, to really uh, voice that it, it has to be. Because uh, doctors back then, it was almost like football players or baseball players that, you know, rub some dirt on it, the grass stains or a sign of pride. Well, I'm down in there. And, uh, 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 but they would just wipe their hands on their, 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 their clothes and then they would go to the next operation. Uh, he found it even worse when uh, doctors would go from the morgue uh, doing autopsies and then just wipe their hands and uh, go to the next surgery. Uh, and, and I mean, it drove him uh, literally to distraction uh, to where he finally walked away after warning and warning and warning, telling them. And, uh, and he was opposed with such oppression uh, and such opposition uh, in that imperialistic Vienna hospital that he did throw up his hands. He re returned to his native Budapest, so obsessed and rightly so with that discovery that he would write countless open letters to the leading obstetricians in Europe, telling them they were responsible for these deaths. They were responsible for these deaths. Uh, and eventually, he went over the edge of insanity, was institutionalized in an asylum uh, in Vienna, and with a twist of irony, uh, while he was there in, in a straitjacket, cut his finger, uh, and because no antiseptic was used, uh, he ended up dying from the infection in his blood. Simmelweis. Well, he knew the answer. He absolutely knew the answer. Uh, he knew what needed to be done. Uh, he knew what the answer was, but people wouldn't listen. Uh, people wouldn't accommodate. But he knew the answer to the problem. Well, it's washing. It's water. It's in the Word. Uh, I don't know how many times I've counseled someone. And, and almost always, uh, my first word of counsel is you need to get in the Word of God. Boy, spend time reading the Bible. And by the way, we all need that. We all need that. Uh, what did you read in your Bible this morning? Uh, and if you're not spending time in the Word, uh, I promise you there's issues that may be small issues are getting bigger and bigger uh, and, and aren't being checked. Uh, reading the Word of God. Reading the Word of God. That's why I know I'm preaching to the choir. That's why you're here tonight. Because we're washing in the water uh, of the Word of God. Bathe in it. Wash in it. Spend time drinking deeply from it. Uh, cleansing what's on the inside in order to be clean on the outside. The problem that's concealable, those issues, issues. Wait, someone that has issues always will. Someone that has issues never will settle down. 
If they don't get it fixed here, they'll never get it fixed out here. Uh, those issues. And again, uh, the outline of the chapter, 1 through 15, those uh, unnatural issues of man, and then 16 through 18, the natural conditions, the procreation, talking about that. You can read it at home. Uh, but it doesn't give burnt sacrifice or sin sacrifice. Uh, it just gives governance. Why? Because it's not sin. It, it's not sin, like that first one was. And then, uh, talking about uh, the lady in 19 through 24, still natural conditions. It gives some governance, but again, it's not a burnt offering. It's not a sin offering. Why? Because it's not sin. But then, 25 on, talking about, uh, and if that issue of blood, many days, beyond the time... It reminds me of Matthew, 20, uh, Matthew chap Mark chapter 5, where a certain man, it's in the Bible somewhere, uh, that certain woman that had an issue of blood 12 years, remember that story? She was pressing through that crowd. Uh, she'd suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had was nothing better, but rather grew worse. But when she heard of Jesus, when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment and was made whole. She touched the hem, Luke chapter 8 says, the border of that, that, that uh, kind of a shawl with those uh, different uh, hems, those strings that are uh, 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 kind of a tassel um, uh, uh, in, in uh, Bible times, depending on uh, what, they, what, what, what they were shaped like, how many there were, uh, it was almost like stripes on the military, stripes on the military. And, and so it was a touch of authority when she touched the hem of his garment, almost saying, boy, I submit to your authority. I bow humbly to your authority. Okay, if you don't believe that. David and Saul. Remember when David had two chances to kill Saul? He was sleeping. Two chances to kill Saul. One of the times, he cut off the hem of his garment. Remember that? And his heart smote him. Well, he felt guilty about that. Why? Because in so doing, he's basically saying, you're not my king. Uh, you're not my authority. Uh, in contrast, this woman, issue of blood, uh, went and touched that touch of authority, bowing to him. Uh, it was a touch that was impacting. It was a touch that was incredible. Uh, but understand, she understood. She had an issue. She had an issue that needed to be cared for. She had an issue. Uh, it's interesting. Look at the last verse, and then we're done. Verse number 31. Thus shall ye separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, that they die not in their uncleanness, look at the next phrase, when they defile my tabernacle, that is among them, when they defile my house, uh, when they defile my house. And so uh, he's not just concerned about our bodies, talking about this in chapter 15, uh, he's also concerned about his body. Uh, and, and at times, our body, if we have those concealable, those secret, those unforgiven, those uh, hideable type of sin uh, on the inside. It can touch our issues and our body, pride, envy, criticalness, uh, lust, uh, can cause issues in his body, the body of Christ. Uh, our issues individually causing issues congregationally. Well, the last warning is this. Uh, if you don't care for it, be careful. If you don't care for it, be careful. Uh, and it's that one that has that root of bitterness springing up that troubles them, but thereby many are defiled. And God says, boy, if you don't care for that issue, 
Hey, be careful, because if you don't care for that issue, it's issues that cause issues even uh, in others. Uh, and the New Testament equivalent is Matthew chapter 18, where it says, uh, if your right hand offends you, right foot offends you, cut it off. Uh, if your eye offends you, cut it off. Better to, to enter into to heaven uh, with one eye, one hand, one foot, than uh, hellfire with two eyes, two hands, two feet. Uh, and, and it's talking about if part of the body is affecting the rest of the body, part of the body affecting the rest of the body. Uh, and then in chapter eight, uh, verse number 18, same passage, same context, uh, he says, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, one part of your body uh, offending, affecting another part of your body, uh, go to him alone and tell him his fault between thee and, uh, 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 between, uh, thee and him. Uh, and if he uh, hear thee, uh, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two, uh, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Uh, and then, if he neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, then let him be as a heathen man. Uh, in verse number 18, right on the heels of that, talking about part of your body affecting the rest of your body, remove it from the body. Boy, if you don't take care of the issues on the inside, it's going to cause issues on the outside. The issues of our body causing issues in his body congregationally. Verse 18 says, if you're bound and, and tight uh, here, boy, it's going to block heaven's blessing there. 19, uh, again I say that if two of you shall agree, agree that harmony on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done of them and my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Uh, and then he talks about forgiveness. Now, it's a long passage, uh, but it's basically the same as Leviticus chapter 15, what issues on the inside, causing issues on the outside. Uh, the issues of our body, if not dealt with, can cause issues in his body. Uh, that's why it goes to forgiveness. Uh, that's why it's, uh, if, if your brother offend thee, shall, uh, how oft shall you forgive him? Uh, and someone may object and say, can, can my issues really cause issues in the body? Uh, I think if you thought back at the story of Achan when he stole that wedge of gold and that, that goodly Babylonian garment. Well, it affected Israel congregationally as they lost that battle to Ai, and then 36 people died in that battle. Boy, one person's issues, well, I was hurt, or a pastor did this, or um, I was let down by, or, or something inside, criticalness, that bitterness on the inside, Boy, that one person's issues can absolutely cause issues uh, when uh, they defile my tabernacle, verse number 31, uh, because it's not just talking about our issues that cause issues. Uh, it's also talking about our fellowship. First John chapter 1, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sin. So there was a bumper sticker that I um, saw the other day um, that said something about, like, um, get over it, we're all dysfunctional. I love that bumper sticker. And um, uh, get over it, we all have issues. We all have issues. Uh, but the question is, are you allowing the water, uh, the washing, the word of God, uh, are you allowing God himself, that touch of authority, that touch that's impacting by growing closer to the Lord Jesus Christ, 
uh, having a love for the word of great peace have they which love thy law. Nothing shall offend them. Why are you allowing the Lord to work on the inside here? Chapter 15. Uh, because if all we're doing is presenting ourselves a certain way, chapter 13 and 14, uh, we're building a house of cards that eventually will crumble and unfortunately it affects others that are around us. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.